0: Hello and welcome to Headliners. Joining me tonight are the eminently punchable Scott Capuro <laughs> and Nick Dixon. No, I'm kidding, gentlemen, and it's not even a laughing matter. But how are you? Are you right. well?
1: Feeling bruised by yeah. the remark, but I'm okay.
0: Bruised by your countryman's dis- despicable and, and disreputable behaviour. What
1: a punchline, seriously. I, uh, what a... an effect. I mean, <laughs> amazing swipe. And also, I, we just saw it again. He does he just slap him very hard. We we mustn't delve too quickly into that story because obviously
0: it's it's going to be um, defining our first yeah, third. Yeah. So we mustn't we mustn't anticipate. Are you all right, Nick? Are you I'm feeling well, yeah, no one's yeah? hit me in the last few nothing, days. No kind of weird stinging <laughs> nothing in, in the air. <laughs> it's hard to believe. I, I haven't been hit like that since I last visited Edinburgh. So, Nick, uh, you get to uh, lay out the turf for the, uh, the show. <laughs> I would imagine most stand-up comedians are going to be having to be addressing this story at the beginning of their sets in the next few days.
2: Yeah, it's an honour. Well, it, it, but it's unique for me, of course, because I have worked with Will Smith, and he was very, very nice to me. Only slapped me once, but I, I deserved it, frankly. serious? Uh, it, he never, I'm This sorry. Will Smith?
0: Not not the British comedian No, Will I, Smith oh, no, I thought it was going to be him. Yeah.
2: him. I was very surprised it was the Will Smith. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so I worked on the uh, Aladdin movie, uh, d- you know, uh, the one where he was yeah. the genie. Right, of course, and uh, just helping with some writing. And he was very nice to me, I have to say, so it it, it gives me no pleasure to say anything negative Mm. about Mr. Smith, but he, um, here at my theory, I've got a couple of theories on this. One is that he had that quite humiliating red table video where his wife basically explained her infidelities while Will sort of sat there Mm. nodding awkwardly. One theory is that he's just just enraged by that, and he he was humiliated by, by the internet and the world, now he wants to sort of overreact. That was one theory I had. My other one was, He's actually just a bit scared of his wife because if you look at it, he's laughing, isn't he? Yeah. Perhaps awkwardly, but he's he laughing. To seem,
0: he, th- he seems to find it funnier than it is, actually. It's well, yeah. not actually a great joke, is Would it? We... It's okay, but he seems to be laughing too much in this. Well, yeah. so he's, he's p- playing p- along. He's right? playing yeah. along,
2: but then she looks really moody. Then it cuts away for a couple of seconds, and in those couple of seconds, he suddenly turns into like an MK Ultra assassin just going for the target, you know, like she's activated his microchip. He suddenly goes. I wonder if, in those moments, did she say something? Did she give him a sort of? Yeah. E- e- you know, I mean, to
1: cheat again? She whispered in his ear, and then he got out of his chair. Right. So,
2: are you not going to do anything?
1: You know, yeah, did she yeah, yeah. say something like that? Yeah, That's yeah. my theory. Is it
2: any
0: wonder I have a series of of, of boyfriends?
1: That <laughs> right. They right. Give something like that. The, the guy with the tattooed throat would go after him. That's yeah. What she said. Yeah.
0: Not, not to blame Pop it. Cap in his ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not to blame it solely on her, because of course you can't assault someone like that. And if you could, and if you could punch people for off-color jokes, Scott would be getting punched every night. So well, it occurred
0: to me, you know, there's none of us would probably escape whipping by this point. Right.
2: right, although I would ask this, is there a time, let's say, in a bar, when actually, or a soft play area, when it is right to slap someone who insults right. your wife, you know, it's probably not the time to... Uh, the officers, in a soft is it? play area.
1: I just threw that in, like, yeah. you might be a dad, you know, you might. <laughs> there might be an insult, you might have to, I don't know. I think a lot of people think comedians deserve it half the time. That's why they're not going after, you know, the, the host. I think yeah. a lot of the public feels like, well, he asked for it, didn't he?
0: They have, the thing is, they've been asking for it for years, which Gervais has been asking for it yeah, on yeah, the yeah. most sort of obvious level. It doesn't feel to me like Chris Rock is the, is the number one target here. The thing is, or the Academy Academy Wars, is,
1: they've turned into a roast, haven't they? Because yeah. the, the lower the, 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 lower the uh, attendance and the viewing figures get, the larger the ego is no longer the speeches. Yeah. And they're looking for some sort of shock an awe moment, and they got one.
0: Well, some people think it's all a fix, although I didn't, it uh, didn't look no, like a fix, so. did it? That that unless you... Smith really does deserve the Oscar because his face was contorted. In yeah, That, that right. seems
2: incredibly unlikely for a few reasons. One, the reaction seems so real. And two,
1: what would be the gain from it? I mean, it's been well, damaging. Well, all this.
2: Well, yeah, but it's damaging for Will Smith, it's damaging for Chris
1: Rock. I mean, they well, they both come out out came out okay. okay. Well, Rock's numbers have gone up ticket-wise for his national tour. Oh, I, mean. I would definitely it's say Rock
0: came out. I actually seriously felt a lot of him. I was slightly in awe of the degree mm-hmm. to which he held it together. If you've ever been punched in public, it's very hard.
1: And there's been rumours about Smith's uh, true sexuality in Hollywood for decades. Right. And this puts a cap, as you say, on those two. Right. I feel bad for Liza. Yeah. Do you see her in a wheelchair? I think he punched her before she went out there, too. I just think he's an angry man. <laughs> he's <laughs> taking it out on everybody. He's Poor Liza. with his emotions. So you're taking
0: advantage of the fact we have no studio audience <laughs> <today> to <come> <laughs> up on <laughs> top of you from your school. <laughs> Scott, you've got um, the top story from Tuesday's Guardian, which is, um, I think it's fair to say, the other main story here. This is about Abramovich.
1: Roman Abramovich, it, it, the claim is that he was poisoned while in Kiev. Yeah. He and some Ukrainian negotiators Uh, two others reported being ill in their hotel when they got back from a meal. They'd all eaten the same chocolate and drank the same water, and they think that's how the poison vitamin transmitted um, they had the what was
0: it like a ricin type thing? Or? They're not quite sure.
1: It must have been some sort of powder, but yeah. they're having the same symptoms of watery eyes, very painful watery eyes, and skin peeling from their hands and their face.
0: So it's like an, an irritant rather than a, a fatal dose. It There's was no a warning, for,
1: apparently. Was it okay? To other people trying to negotiate a, a peaceful ending to. I get that from
0: things. from my own dog sometimes. We mm. have a golden retriever, and it has a certain kind of dander. that It seems to get into your eyes. The dog's eyes a warning, sometimes. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. it is. Yeah, my wife's warning peaceful. me.
1: Yeah, she is. She are on you on taking
2: it
0: seriously, Nick, or do you think? Well,
2: it's, um... it, it is a lesson for all the kids watching at home that want to be billionaire oligarchs. It is tough at the top. You've got this sort of Shakespearean level of threat oh, and yeah. poisoning. Mm. But I, I would note. They made the mistake, when Tyson Fury went to fight Klitschko in his own backyard, as he famously said, they didn't drink any of the water. They went and bought it at a shop miles down the road. Yeah. They, did, they knew there'd be dirty tricks. They didn't trust anything. They made him change the ring. Mm. So what they've done here, even eating chocolate and water is not safe. So that was a mistake they made. Well, I, you've got to
0: be, you're absolutely right. It is very much like Tudor England, isn't it, or something. I was reading a book about Queen Elizabeth I the First and the length she had to go to to avoid being poisoned, she would never accept any gift from any sort of... I was really humanity, yeah, I was surprised yeah. they made themselves that vulnerable.
1: And I mean, you yeah. need a
2: series of tasters, don't
0: you? Really? Yeah, yeah, she wouldn't put on clothes that have been brought to her. She kept a sword by the side of her bed. Right. It does feel a little bit like Russians living
1: well, in Well, also, I think the Russians are saying we're, we're, we're willing to use chemical weapons on anyone, even our own citizens, obviously, even yeah. oligarchs who are close to Putin.
0: Well, that has actually been to be fair to Putin, if this is fair. That has been the primary like a uh, target of most of his mm. misbehaviour over the years. But they're good
1: they? fr- are he, they're confidants, and it does make me yeah. wonder if Putin's actually pulling the strings or someone mm. else. Obviously, there's other people involved in the planning of yeah. this, but I don't know whose strategy is, is taking, you know, precedent. Uh,
0: Abramovich is having a bad year. Yes, I mean, yeah. that's, uh, 12 months ago, it was OK, wasn't it? it, it to it, be it, him. It was, yeah, doing yeah. well.
1: Not so great now. His face yeah. is peeling off. right? Yeah, yeah, really,
0: his, his money's all locked up. We'll be coming more to um, sanctioned oligarchs later as well. They reappear. This is a follow-up, I think, to a very similar story we had last week. Uh, I think this is back with you, Nick, a government minister setting out tonal guidelines for teaching about the British Empire. Good, bad, indifferent.
2: Yeah, Nadim Zahawi says children should be taught about the benefits of the British Empire and warns teachers should leave their political views outside the classroom. That would be nice. So this is what we have. we Occasionally now from the Conservative Party, will have an occasional Conservative statement and yeah. everyone will get very excited that they've thrown us a bone, you know, yes. in this very liberal world. And so um, he's, he's given us this. And it's a fair point. He said um, that he talks about his own background of his parents fleeing Iraq because of Saddam Hussein and he said there was a legacy there of the British civil service system which actually served the country incredibly well for many, many decades and that's the sort of thing children should learn about. He's saying that it should be taught in a neutral way and I, and I tend to agree. I mean, you know, our empire... We're taught that we're totally evil, but, of course, one could argue what was unique about it is actually that it was relatively benign, and, uh, and we enjoy good relations with former colonies. Well, certainly the, the, the creation Irish. of the
0: Commonwealth was, a, was yeah. a real success, wasn't it? But, I mean, uh, you, I don't the know... The Irish might either. not agree with I've, you. You know, the thing is... I was taught in the 70s, you were taught, I'm guessing, what, like, 90s or something, but, Scott, you, you were taught in America, which is a significant... Yeah. How is the Cal- British Empire taught Cal- in America? Time, yeah.
1: Is it taught at all? And Cal- i just tell you this, that I have yeah. friends who are from Massachusetts yeah, who still say the Redcoats rock our gardens. Yeah. Some people haven't forgotten no. And they see the benefits of the UK, as slim and minor as they are, on the international world stage, but they don't see uh, the point in, in resisting or denying history, which I feel when I talk or hear from right-wing British politicians, there's this this need or desire to sort of mm, kind of play over or kind of dim the lights on what actually happened,
0: but it would well. I don't know about Dimmy. It, it could be taught neutrally, couldn't it? It's the question of applying value. I don't feel like I was taught value judgments one way or the other. Mm. Just certain incidents were mm. reference, but it was made quite clear we we had a thing that was known as the Indian mutiny. Now that term in itself might suggest that the rule under which they were suffering was legitimate before they mutinied. But still, I remember the way we were taught it. The the, the facts were. Uh, laid out before us. It wasn't like these dastardly Indians rose up against their well-meaning... Bad, you know, You,
1: you know, I, I think you're an adorable nation, but I wonder how many students are actually aware that France and the UK, you know, drew up the borders that make up Iraq and Syria mm. uh, and the other countries in that area now. I mean, I, I just think, yes, of course. It's only interesting if you teach... And there, aren't si- there are many sides, not just two. Yeah. It's only interesting if you teach all of it, you know, and then you understand more... Well, think
0: there is something, and I'll ask you this, Nick, that, 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 to be said about teaching history in a way that makes it stick. That's the trick, isn't it? You, you, can, you can teach it good, bad, or indifferent in terms of the morality of the actions of, that were... Uh, that, that, that define the era. But if you don't find individual stories, if you don't create human yeah. interest...
2: Well, people like Starkey are the master of that, although he struggled yeah. a bit when he was sent into that tough school, but he's the master of making it personal. That's what we need to do. But yeah, we have to teach both sides. Even Scots agreed with us, despite dissing the UK, while on TV news, <laughs> which I always find a strange choice. <laughs> if shows
0: how diverse the range of opinions we have on this show. We No one that
2: hates us. I, I,
1: I <laughs> you know, I, I really admire, and I really do admire the British educational system. Obviously, well. I mean, my higher education was here in the UK, but I, I do also oh. wonder if if young people are, are are able to access the information that they want while they're in school and, yeah. and don't just have to kind of look around and beg for it, you know? I, I don't. I just don't like going after teachers because I think the job they do is incredibly uh, difficult. It is.
0: I would probably hand out a bunch of Flashman novels, I think, in order to
1: teach the empire. But that would be know, the best way to do it. Maybe carry I mean, on films, It, it is true. Mm. No, you're right. I mean, Gore Vidal's a great fictional historian. Yeah. And those novels are brilliant. And That's they the really, really lure people in.
0: Yeah. Scott, this is, comes back to you now, and knowing how much you hate children, I imagine you have an interesting take on this one. You
1: know, I don't, I don't hate them. I just don't notice them. But I know I'm, I'm, my husband doesn't know how to talk to them, and even is interested in spending time. It's, it, it's so, it's weird to me. And um, apparently, mothers and babies have joined in a protest against the UK imprisonment of pregnant women. Apparently, two babies uh, in, during birth were they after birth they were born in prison. Yeah. In, over the last few years, and they both these two babies died because of a lack of, it says, child care and a lack of care during the pregnancy and during the birth. And so these protests, which make perfect sense, are saying, you know, these pregnant women in custody, in prison, they need uh, proper care and and proper access. We we
0: actually have a photograph of a baby protesting. In Mm. fact, there it is. There is an actual baby wearing what was described in the paper as a diminutive placard. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Their mothers gave birth without medical assistant at HMP Bronzefield in October 2019 and HMP Style in 2020. I guess there's 10 or 11 prisons in the UK yeah. that are women's-only prisons, and they... Uh, are mostly non-violent, and the the women who are staying and the most are non-violent yeah. offenders. So they're looking for a way for these women to. And I, the pregnancy numbers uh, and birth numbers in prisons have I, been
0: I mean, I you can easily imagine, if you want to imagine, mm-hmm. some some quite Dickensian circumstances. But this can't be the first time this has been raised. I would imagine these are not prisons as we know it. This mustn't look like porridge. Shortly, with women in, in cages <laughs> with their babies.
1: It, it's hard to say something because they're, yeah. they're, they're so removed from from public scrutiny. It's strange. It seems
0: extraordinary that women would give birth in prison at all. Just Sixty-seven in two thousand eighteen.
1: Sort of, 19. It's yeah. gone up since 2013, by, by, by 24, since 2013-14. So I guess they have access, obviously, to yeah. partners and yeah. whatever happens. I, and uh, again, they're on short terms because mostly non-violent. Things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Nick? Well, Can
2: I you... only had two comments. One is that you said it was a baby protest, and the Guardian's written 50 babies accompanied by their parents have gathered outside <laughs> Parliament. So the Guardian seems to be uh, lending autonomy to it's the baby. It's tr- 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 a, t- a t- lot of agency to the Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Perhaps another attempt by le- left to lower the voting age. But the... Uh, that I, I did know, of course, it's very unfair, but their sort of arguing that you, you shouldn't be able to be pregnant in prison, you shouldn't put a pregnant woman in prison, and no. of course, it is terrible because it traumatises a baby who's innocent, but the only downside is surely, if you were c- convicted, then you could get pregnant deliberately to avoid prison, Yeah. although we do need to get the birth rates up. so maybe. It well, out. maybe
0: that's the way to do it, yeah. It's. It, I would like more information on it, really, to know whether these women did get pregnant between being caught, being
1: sentenced, or what it was. You well, know? my stepsister Patty asked uh, my husband and I if we wanted to borrow her womb. Right. Um, because she's gone to prison, and she thinks if she gets pregnant while in prison that they'll give her her own cell. Wow. And... Um,
0: there's a novel in that. That's her,
1: that's her strategy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So where are you going with that?
1: Well, it's, it's complicated, because she's married, um, and obviously he's not in prison with her. And um, yeah. she went to prison because she backed up over a neighbor's child while on a beer run during the Super Bowl. So there's Doesn't that. Doesn't
0: sound like an ideal
1: start in life, uh, to be yeah, honest, Scott. Yeah. I think you've probably got a wider, best mother wider, on wider on range her. of Find a better room, I think.
0: Nick, price of the brown stuff is going up. I imagine it depends which dealer you go to, but... Um... <laughs>
2: Yeah, we've covered this type of story very much before. It's Cadbury's shrink iconic dairy milk bars as inflation bites, but price stays the same. So this is a classic example of shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. Whereby you pay the the same, the the bar gets smaller and smaller, eventually the dairy milk is just a spray the uh, shopkeeper sprays, and you, you walk through it you get a yeah. <laughs> you just get a frisson of uh, chocolate. So you know. It's no
0: longer a glass and a half of of, uh, of dairy milk. Right, it's a symbol, I believe. Yeah.
2: It's, it, it, it keeps getting small. In 2012, a 49-gram bar was reduced to 45 grams, but the price remained at 59p. So one year earlier, the 140-gram chocolate bar was reduced to 120. It keeps getting smaller. I remember that, actually. I was
1: eating chocolate then. And I remember going to the store after Smaller yeah. as you ate it. I remember, yeah, it did. It got yeah, yeah. It. It <laughs> <shrunk>. <laughs> no, I remember feeling like this feels smaller. And I've, uh, I've, you know, had things on my hands where
3: but I felt do,
0: they do occasionally lo- have absolutely absurdly cheaply priced bars of mm. chocolate and mm. they're near the tills in certain well-known sort of news agents and what have mm. you. And they try and press them on you. I mean, I think it's disgraceful. There was if you know what I mean. Well, it, like it, a Freddo. It, railway stations. They're like you go up there with a the, the newspaper or something and would you like a bar of chocolate? Oh, some yes. <laughs> <laughs> promotion. We'd like some crisps and a bar yeah. of chocolate. Yeah. We, yeah. Can we no. get you <laughs> right onto the path to diabetes <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
2: I'm sure I, it works for them. Do you think like, they yeah. change it based on which paper? Like if you get the sun, yeah, you yeah. get yeah, it fed yeah. or, Absolutely. Yeah. A can kind of like
0: special brew chip. to go. <laughs> in, <yes. laughs> yeah. I mean, this has been going on. We've talked about this before, how sweets definitely get smaller as you get older. Mm. That Maybe be, better, you know, that's better. That's the way to do it. But I think probably it probably just, is. It's a bit like the opposite that happens to cars, right? Yeah. Like a 3 Series BMW, that used to be a runaround. Now that's a full-size family saloon. Ford Fiesta, again, used to be a tiny little mm. hatchback just for doing a bit of shopping in. Nowadays, that could be a family car. When I was a
1: kid, ice cream would come in huge tubs, and we'd be you know, chasing. Other around the room after eating them. My yeah, yeah. beating the heck out of each other. exactly. So, These things better.
0: change the whole time. I think we can probably ride this one out. It's <laughs> got more oh. nasty innuendo and smears now about daddy Donald Trump.
1: Pinkett Smith ran a Scientology school for children. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, she's a lunatic. So <laughs> uh, uh, apparently, it's likely, uh, apparently, uh, according to a judge in the US, that Trump has committed felonies around the Capitol attack and. Um, his lawyers' emails hmm. that were, he was, were being swapped between Trump and Trump's team and, and his own lawyer about how to plan the January sixth insurrection on it, the day itself and, and weeks leading up to it apparently okay and how to basically overthrow yeah the this whole election government. yeah yeah and create a sort of a um, I, I guess you you would call it a, an, an illegal overtaking of a government that had been elected properly yeah all the emails are there and the judges said look we need those emails. Revealed to us to, to, in the so he hasn't seen them. He
0: suspects that this is the case based on his yeah. what his experience of previous insurrections? Well, he's he, he, a little bit uh, speculative.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, uh, among the emails that ordered the, uh, Eastman, the lawyer, to turn over include messages fo- uh, forwarded to him by Trump's attorney mm-hmm. Rudy Giuliani, recommending that Mike Pence, the then vice president. Overturned the 2020 election results yep. and laid out a day-by-day plan of action leading up to January 6th. So well, uh, I taking
2: it with a pinch of salt because he, he's saying it's likely, but we don't know. And we have, we've just had a, the two. We had the two-year Russia hoax, which came to nothing. Mm-hmm. We had the two failed impeachments. So I would take this with a big pinch of salt until we actually know more. I'd like to know what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. Although I wouldn't like to see what's on it because I'd probably never recover. We
0: do well, seem to have moved one way or another into a new era, don't we, in the last four years in which there is a serious attempt on both sides, but I, I think the, the, on balance the left are trying to do it more to the right than the other way around, to delegitimize their very presence as opposition, to, to suggest that they're not fit. For, for, for election, not fit for government. The attempt to make January. Well, they January tried to organise a
1: coup. So, yeah, well, this that's is the question. If they tried the to
0: organise a coup, if they did try to organise a coup, that would be valid. And we'll if, only know if. if, we on the that. other hand, what they tried to organise was a protest, which, I mean, there is, I think, legitimate suspicion that the police were withdrawn from the security of, of the capital, which Ooh. allowed the protesters to get in there, which allowed it to get out of hand to a far greater degree than it might otherwise have done in order to be able
2: to present that.
0: After Trump
1: told them to go get pants, that's what he said to the seething... Rowdy
2: crowd. If they, if Republicans are far more organized than Democrats. If they tried to organize a coup, they would do it. I they think they it. would probably have managed it. <laughs> if they really <laughs> expected to get in there,
0: it I wouldn't I, have been I mean, smart. I, be I think But, but we be wrong. But we have moved into an interesting era in that respect. But
1: I think what's, what's, what's revealed by all this, too, is it's more difficult to organize a coup than I think Trump thought. And I think Trump thought. He had a man what, with Do horns. You seriously think he was trying to organize a coup That Trump, <laughs> but that
2: is so you absurd. Know, uh, that Trump I, was, I, was th- trying to organize I don't a think coup. it's out of his realm. His rhetoric is a bit sloppy sometimes, but yeah, he was trying to He's I still th- trying to come back and be president. He I mean, had
1: called various governors and said, find me these votes, do, do what you can. Le- th- these votes are incorrect. They have created this whole malaise around the idea that there's election fraud in when none has been proven, and Trump is designing his re-election but, campaign based on but, that. So, but, yes, but Democrat, I think in his mind, a coup would have been appropriate, actually. Democrats have misused the intelligence agencies on this Russia,
2: Russia hoax, which has wasted loads of money and time for, t- for two years. What about that?
1: Well, we need to they see what's go- going on with the emails before we can talk about this anymore, I guess. There was
0: like- definitely, I mean, as an example, there was definitely an organised and, and successful attempt to keep Hunter Biden's laptop out of the news in the build-up to the election. That,
2: that definitely happened. Your post have taken down from Twitter from, yeah. with the story.
0: yeah. So that kind of thing is going on, and and the bulk of the American media is, do seem to be behind and it. But, but, say, but the idea and they that they took the actual
1: president off Twitter. But and the we, idea that what about York, that they, That seemed important to me. But who's decided the New York Post is left wing? I've never thought of them that way. They're very centrist. I don't the think the New York Post. Left or right. I mean, the New York Times is left wing. It's not. It's not. Well, I demand right. left wing. It's they're they're then. Democrat, then. aren't they? I they refer to the ISIS guy as an austere scholar. They restricted the access of the LGBT community to the front pages for the last four decades. They 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 actually wouldn't review a lot of uh, Gore Vidal's books until the 90s. Well, and they're then establishment. They bad, like, y- well,
0: I mean... Interesting times. From Tuesday's Times, Keir Starmer making strange allegations about the subtext of the royals riding around in Land Rovers, <laughs> Nick. This feels uh, reassuringly trivial.
2: Yeah, yeah, that would be a good way of describing it. Keir Starmer questions royal tour imagery that harked of the past. So. Samo in his typically milk toast way, has deemed it a bit odd, and he said, "It's a difficult one." I mean, he <laughs> really hasn't said anything of substance. So yeah. he's saying that perhaps they shouldn't have harked back to the past with the imagery, since they're trying to move to the future. But then again, he, he means smacked of the past. Smacked you of the past. Don't
0: hark of the past. Right. You'll
2: hark back to the past. Right. I see. Well, yeah. you should pick him up on that, Simon. That, I mean, and he <laughs> it doesn't, just means listen. Doesn't also, it? he doesn't even know what a woman is, so you've got a lot <laughs> to go on. Um, but he, so he, he had some very mild complaints. But so and a co- and then it's interesting because William to me is he's less woke than Harry but he's he's trying to be a little bit woke he, he's stammer William William because sorry. Prince William, William has suggested that he wants to because it's it's part of the story that he wants to scrap the old uh, never complain never explain thing which I think is a great right. idea never complain yeah. never explain we want to keep that it comes from Disraeli it's Philip right and um yeah and it, 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 it's that, to me, that's what... I mean, to me, Will Smith should have followed that. I mean, that that's a good thing you want to follow. So I don't agree with, with William getting rid of that. But this... It's a bit of a non-story. It's basically Starmer was interviewed about Prince William, and he said... Almost nothing. His, well, what he
0: said, as far as I understand it, is that some of William's rhetoric seemed to be modernist looking forward to a, a, a renegotiated settlement, the idea of the Commonwealth and everything would be Wasn't similar. Wasn't
1: the car they're but but in the they were driving? They drove around
0: it? in a car that yeah. just looked, that just was reminiscent, physically reminiscent of the one that the Queen and Prince Philip drove around in 60 years ago. And also, they're,
1: standing, they're seated in the back and being driven. But right. then
0: that's probably like like a standard vehicle for driving around in that part of the world, is it?
2: Why not? Why shouldn't William be like, keep some traditions going? I mean, you know, isn't that part of
3: what the World Cup I tend is about? to
0: agree. Tuesday's Guardian, Scott, uh, social media, women hit hardest or soonest on this occasion? Apparently,
1: yeah, psychologists, and this is no surprise probably to parents, psychologists. I have a theory saying, about this. But well, that young women are the most affected by spending too much time on social media. Girls aged between 11 and 13 are become most vulnerable.
0: But when you read into it, what it what it actually says is girls at that age are most vulnerable at that age. A few years later, boys become most uh, Between most 14
1: and 15, you're right. And, and th- you know
0: why? Having had a girl and a boy in the house, I'll tell you exactly why, because girls hit puberty H- about of course years yeah years earlier. I boys. think that's
1: what most people assume. Yeah. And I think um, that the well-being of people kind of increases as they get older, except it says at the age of 19, something's happening at that time too. Uh, maybe it's when most people are leaving the home and, and taking on responsibilities that they're not accustomed to. But it does say that they interviewed and researched about 84,000 UK individuals, ages between 10 and 80, for the Understanding Society Project and the Millennium Cohort Study. Yeah. And what they found was that older people aren't really affected so much by social media yeah. I guess it's because cr- criticism kind of slides off our backs but between, I, I can't imagine me well, you get used 13, to the fact that other people it.
0: have better lives and it doesn't yeah, always stack you know' so it's co- the front it's competition, the back the, and all the,
1: that you're saying the I was point.
0: saying this earlier We're just having a chat but without like to be as brief about it as possible I found myself in a large WhatsApp group a, a big joint chat now with about 30 or 40 people in it that I don't really know that well and it's the first time that I've ever been on a group chat where they all seem to be skiing all the time or enjoying barbecues or going to see Genesis live at the O2 or something. And it actually is starting to get me down a bit. i have never had that before. Most of my mates that I have WhatsApp group chats with, yeah. we complain about the weather, we complain about Ukraine, we complain about, you know, whether it's Trump or Biden or whatever, yeah. but we just complain. You complain yeah, yeah. And and maybe we go. There's a photograph of me walking the dog. If the sun's kind of going, hey guys, I've made it as far as the park. Yeah, you know that's well, it. Suddenly it, I'm in this group. It feels more like well, the him knowing Will Smith have, has made me die inside. So yeah, I have to that's say. the problem
2: with joining the croquet WhatsApp group. Isn't yeah. it? When, when I was a, uh, I do worry about these kids because when I was at school, y- you could only be insulted and abused until around three thirty p.m. Yeah. So now with social media, it's all, it's all the time. It's been so extended, it, yeah. It is, it's very worrying. On the plus side, you can now become famous for just playing FIFA or being on Twitch or something, yeah, so it's yeah. it's, the, you know, it's the double-edged sword of social media. I don't know,
1: my sister continued the insults after school. <laughs> <laughs> we are Follow you morning. home. Oh, my God. <laughs> my she-
0: daughter, I have to say, is 17, she'll be 18 in a couple of weeks' time. She's navigated social media particularly well. I do occasionally have a look at her Instagram feed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm allowed, there may be a second is Instagram feed. I'm not allowed to. Are you shocked? They're all just constantly going, oh, babe, you look gorgeous, babe. It's, it's so lovely. I think God. I wish I. No, had. No,
3: it's,
1: it's stunning. No matter where we go in the world, my husband and I, whether we're in Israel or Russia or wherever we are, or South South America, we see girls, kind of the same age, around thirteen or fourteen, posing with that that yeah, face. Yeah, it's kind of very similar makeup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Group. I don't know. Makeup. Occasionally, palette completely on. unacceptable. It's just for one another, really. Yeah, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. I think we are. I think we are in danger of pathologizing a perfectly normal sort of trajectory. Anyway, yeah. not sure if I've understood this story correctly. Um, <laughs> mum apologizes for not running into look Britain the test is over sufficiently is, that, it.
2: Is, is it yeah this is a uh, range rover mum admits nudging Insulate Britain so protesters great. with a 4x4. Instead of flattening
0: right. her like a crepes and set, which is what <laughs> we were all hoping for. Well, yeah,
2: she's not referring to the sage-esque nudge unit. She means <laughs> essentially running someone over. But she gave him a little nudge, and she's called Sherilyn Speed, which is funny in itself, but might be spied, but I like the idea that it's speed. Um, but she, she's been hailed as a hero because, of course, she's... Uh, it's, it's because Britain. people
0: despise so the. We've got a video we can have a look oh good, at. It. Oh, good, okay.
1: over
3: it, but I think' so
2: here, Here we go. go. Look at she's,
0: that. That is Just yelling. I've got an eleven-year-old
1: 11 son. He's got to get to school. Daughter, nudge it, her. Oh, no, son, you're
2: right. uh, nudge her. And then we can't hear. Nudge her ever. Nudge her.
1: Nudge. Oh, we got it. He says now. "ow" about five times. Yeah,
2: nudge her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: there
1: it is. I mean, I've been I've been on the street in San Francisco in my Honda. This is twenty years ago, and uh, uh, what would appear to be someone not at work, probably a homeless gentleman, was in my way, and he wouldn't get out of the way, and I had a show to get to, so I drove over his foot. Yeah. I kind it, of had to. Homeless what, gentleman, though. you
0: speak of him very kindly. Even as you...
2: he, <laughs> what's interesting about this, apart from the brilliant clip, is that the, uh, the insulate, insulate Britain have said they stand with Sherilyn. Mm. They've taken the eccentric but quite sm- smart position of, si- of not having a go at the mum, because everyone likes the mum. Mm. Oh. So for PR reasons, perhaps, They've they instead switched it to the government. They've said, uh, Sherilyn's prosecution is yet another example of the state acting against our interests." A single mother is caught up in the frustration and delay caused by our government's treasonous inaction, <laughs> wow. and then she is prosecuted for it. So it's an extraordinary position.
0: I'm but, yeah. quite impressed yeah, by yeah. that. That's <laughs> real. They've like, thrown those two women into you know the car. They have yeah, <laughs> thrown
1: two protesters. Yeah.
0: Now a new category of special pleading, and this sounds like a rare bird: yeah. the
1: sanctioned oligarch. Who uh, can no longer afford to eat in his favorite restaurant or something? Mikhail Friedman, who, Friedman, Friedman, he says that because of the freezes on his um, income and on his net worth, which is 2.3 billion or 9.4 billion pounds, he's ranked the 164th richest man in the world by Forbes magazine, sanctioned by the UK where he lives. He says he can't afford to go out to dinner or to buy groceries or or the taxi to go buy groceries or to invite his friends out to dinner, which is what he used to doing. And he may not be able to maintain his 64 million pound home any longer, which he bought a few years ago. And he's begging the government for an allowance. Please give me a bit of money so you can eat.
2: Wow. Yeah, he's the ultimate benefits grounder. He'd get, he'd get <laughs> yeah. absolutely roasted on question time, wouldn't he? The,
1: he um,
0: if it sounds more like a teenager who's been grounded, who's yeah. like, can I at least have my friends over? Well, then, can I at least have Wi-Fi? And it's like nothing. <laughs> he,
1: he, he claims that the, Russian, the, the, the sanctions in the West against Russian billionaires are populist, but I like populism a little bit sometimes. It's yeah. good, because it kind of answers a lot of people's desires, including voters. And I think that he thinks that uh, the um, freezes on his money are idiotic. That they won't have any effect on what's going on. That he lives in the UK for a reason, and that is because he doesn't respect. I think really was what he's saying. What's going on. With the yeah. Russian government, and there's nothing he can do, and it's not going to have any effect if he starves to death.
0: The well, it's Scott... very hard for us to say whether he's come by those billions through legitimate hard work. None of our business. Can he invest in it, or <laughs> Absolutely. Whether he Under has, you consumer. know, yeah. If what you do like
2: think? Uh, I was going to say, if Scott likes populism, are you voting Trump in 2024? I'm thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> oh. I want to be in a winning team for a change.
0: So, from Tuesday's Metro, is this the news Donald Trump has been waiting to hear, Nick?
2: Right, this is Elon Musk wants to create his own social media platform. Uh, world's richest man is giving serious thought to building a new social media platform. Now, if you're on Twitter, you may have seen he did this poll uh, around, around free speech and whether people believe Twitter adhere to the principles of free speech and 70% of people voted no. I don't know who the 30% were that voted yes, just woke blue tick people presumably because they actually banned the president, which would seem to me a little anti-free speech, <laughs> yeah. but who am I, just a, a mere layman? But, um, <laughs> but it, yeah, and, and most makes the argument many people make now... Some people quite disingenuously will say, oh, Twitter, a, it's, a, it's a publisher, it's a private company, uh, whatever. Musk has said here, given that Twitter serves as a de facto public town square, which it does, failing to adhere to free speech principles fundamentally undermines democracy, so he wants to start his own one. Many people have just said he should buy Twitter, which is a quicker way of doing it. Uh, but yeah, th- I would love to see this. I like a lot of the uh, other ones. I like Getter, which is one I'm on, which I'm, I'm verified on that one, unlike Twitter, and it's... But the the, the challenge is to make a truly neutral social media platform, because obviously, the lefties don't tend to flock to the new ones because they're not the ones being banned. No,
0: this is the problem. You're absolutely right. With Guetta, there was Parlor as well, wasn't there? There's Gab, yeah. and they have all quickly developed a reputation as being like a place that extreme wing right... <laughs> they're like Argentina after trendy. the war, basically. <laughs> you know? Whereas I absolutely agree with you. There have been a number, I mean, there's been some accounts that I used to enjoy, you know, but they were mischievous and I could see why they had transgressed. But there have been other accounts that I genuinely think were perfectly legitimate expressions of, of opinion. And Babylon of Bee was a
2: recent one. Oh, that Tucker was disgraceful
0: Carson. that they took them out. Mm. Absolutely disgraceful. They, do you know Babylon Bee? They yeah, were, they were on the
1: show last night with Andrew they, that we did here. They yeah. are
0: yeah. really, I think, they really awful. That guy yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I agree, and I do think actually that buying Twitter would be the best way to do it because you know that already has the benefit of having the established network. But mm. what do you think?
1: Well, there's so many other forms of social media, like you said. There's so much access to information. I think Twitter's just one. And I'm surprised. Twitter's still around. Have they shown profit yet? I mean, mm. in San Francisco, my flat is quite close to the building, which has been emptied out. They don't rent it anymore. Oh really? There's no one on the top floor, sitting in the sun anymore. You think they it's running, running on empty? About. I I I I'm really stunned that it's still around. To be yeah, with you.
0: I have uh, I do agree with you that it doesn't monetize mm. terribly well. But then on the other hand, I cannot bear Facebook. The reason it's still around, I think, is a lot of people still use it. Yeah, and my I, people. I my age. it runs quite cheaply, but. Yeah. Uh, it would be good to see somewhere. There is, a, there is a very different dynamic in play on Twitter to what there is on Facebook. And on Facebook, you tend to follow people you, you know and family and friends, and you're all embarrassed about your, the aunts and the uncles and yeah. all the rest of it. Whereas Twitter, I feel I have access to some of the most extraordinary you know, people I've ever encountered in my life, and some of them actually respond and listen to me and so on. It's mm, it's a really... Yeah. It's an empowering and, sensation. And that's
2: something you really miss. Like, I really... I like Getter, but you can't really quote tweet because the people aren't there. So that's the... This is the conversation on Twitter. It's yeah. very hard to recreate mm. anywhere else.
0: Oh, I, I wish Elon Musk well. I like him. And he responded to one of my tweets once. Did, you know Did he? That?
1: Oh, that's yeah. what this yeah. is about. Engaged. It's the man crush. I could As, feel well, it. Well, I you kind know, of... Enga-
0: I, I kind of quoted one of his, and and he acknowledged it. It was, it was, it was like, quite a cool little... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. About Grover Gardner, an audible narrator. Tuesday's Times next, and our old friend Al. Is there nothing he can't do, Scott?
1: Uh, uh, Well, uh, uh, there's a a response by the NHS uh, to their waiting lists. They've been pressured and pressured the last two years, haven't they? Yeah. Their response is to come up with um, this sort of system that can predict the number of patients each hospital can expect in the next few days, yeah. so that they can prepare. They can prepare the number of beds they'll need, the yeah. staff they'll need. And if it's going to be a quiet day, predictably, with this system, um, then they can send staff elsewhere where they're needed, or they can do other tasks while the hospital's quiet itself.
0: And do you know what kind of data they are analyzing in order to come up with these forecasts?
1: It, it, well, it's, it, it's an, it's NHS is with a group called Faculty, and like you said, an AI or OWL company is being sent to trust. A, it is a sophisticated modeling technique Um, where I I did circle and they harnessed technologies like A&E forecasting tools to predict activity. I'm sure it's some sort of It'd be good to know,
0: know what they're possible. using. I mean, they are extraordinarily uh, sophisticated and very, and they are very clever. There are yeah, yeah. famous stories, aren't there, even with the, in the private sector ones of people mm. um, who get uh, marketing materials concerning pregnancy products before they know they're pregnant themselves. The mm. supermarket has identified it from their their shopping yeah. habits. I, I think uh, they, they probably can spot when people about when there's I about, to, about.
2: I to I was say, I look forward to clapping for the AI.
1: That's all. I think that they're looking. It says here at. Analytical analytical data involving one 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 calls. Yeah. And the weather. Oh, the weather. Count. Yeah. Oh,
0: they're looking at the weather. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. I think there's so, people's going to. It's give, uh, such an, an obvious goals. thing to analyze, but yeah, it makes sense. In well,
0: I I listen. I think it's all good that they uh, you know you've got to, you've got limited resources. It's always good to try and use them as best as possible, mm-hmm. isn't it? Nick, not going to lie, this next story from Tuesday's mail. I can see the appeal of this.
2: Yeah. Chinese man has lived in an airport for 14 years Mm. so he can get away from his family plus smoke and drink as much as he wants.
0: I mean, we've all had a nice early drink in an
2: airport lounge. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know. It's a bit like... I mean, many people have compared it to The Terminal. It's a bit like that uh, movie Tokyo Sonata because it was a man who who was sacked from his job and just pretended he hadn't been and carried on. So that's very much what happened here. He's not returning home. He, He doesn't want to quit drinking and smoking. Um, It's quite funny, my family told me if I wanted to stay, I had to quit smoking and drinking. If I couldn't do that, I had to give them all my monthly government allowance, but then how would I buy my cigarettes and alcohol? It's a brilliant logic. Um, He stays with Terminal 2 mainly, which is the warmest, but he sometimes visits Terminal 3. And, um, yeah, so basically he he had a job in an an internal combustion engine uh, factory, but he was sacked for being too old. And they've they've said that he's harmless, except for being a loud drunk. And, um, they said they tra- he'd I been mean- a loud
0: drunk in an airport terminal is harmless. Yeah. So
2: that's actually quite a bad thing to have
0: there. He gets there, quite he? angry than
2: when they try to move That's my favourite time. quote. Yeah, right. Yeah, said so he'd been encouraged to leave a few times, but every yeah. time he mentioned it, he was drunk and lost his temper.
1: <laughs> have you ever
0: lived in a liminal space, Scott?
1: Um, I lived in a... Well, I was forced to share a room in my first year of university yeah. with a student who had never had any experience with women and kept asking me, oh. consulting me, trying to get... But read the room but but have you, I mean, <laughs> exactly. I've
0: stayed for a night or two in a service station in oh, France. Right. There used to be a place called Relais Bourgogne. It was about halfway down the auto route de Soleil on the way to Nice and Marseille. Well, you But somewhere I was down. hitchhiking and you wait for the right lift, so right. you don't want to just pick up and get a couple of hundred miles right, hour right, right, yeah, So yeah. You, a lot of truck drivers came through there. so I stayed there a couple of days. I know what it's like to live in places like that. You settle in, it's all right. You know, well so you, you allowed to,
2: drunk?
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's a very quiet drunk because I didn't want to get kicked out. But have you ever played
1: doing... a venue where they said, "Oh, your accommodation is upstairs," and <laughs> you go up and you you open the, the sofa mattress thing, and there's yeah. blood stains on it, and yeah, then yeah. there's a kitty box in the corner. Remember
0: it's... the hyena in Newcastle? Oh yeah, like mold on the walls, and the oh, pillows yeah. were all like loose mm. foam. Mod-
1: I made them put me in a hotel. Last so, place I played, last time a I played good that
0: transatlantic place. row here. Uh, this is from the Times, Scott. We're going to disagree over this one, I would imagine. Well,
1: there's a trigger warning now placed on the Declaration of Independence. Uh, apparently, if you go to read the Declaration, there is a trigger warning that states, be careful, because when you see this, you might read something that offends you. There yeah. might be something here that's outdated and biased. And that's because one example is that when they talk about um, George III, is mentioned uh, as someone who is cruel and inhuman. Well, when
0: I read this story, there's a guy called Andrew Roberts, who's yeah. a very well-established British historian. He's written about Napoleon mm. and Churchill, among others. And um, and he's, he's, I would say, right of center. He has said that there are trigger warnings on the Declaration of Independence, but they're there the intention is there because it they, it, it speaks meanly about a, a Native Americans. It does, it calls them Indian,
1: it says they're merciless Indian savages. Yes. And, that is meant to be seen as something that's, of course, thing. not... Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, of course, it's not current. If you read the De- De- Declaration, yes. you know it was written in the 1770s.
0: But then Robert says, uh, actually, there is some truth to it, because he says it's actually despicable the way it describes the British troops and the and yes. George III. That's what he meant. He said yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's unfavorable to Britain. Yes. In, inaccurate history.
0: Well, they, read a little bit out. Have you got it in there? There's a little bit where it, which it, he discovered yes. about uh, yeah. descriptions.
1: Yes, he, he, he says that... Um, the declaration brands the monarch, Britain's longest serving male king, as a tyrant who has, quote, plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. Which is actually a quote uh, that he's jumbled that was, belonged to. Um, but he did some bad things too. He did do some bad <laughs> things. But, um, yeah, so yes, he says that that uh, transport, that uh, George transported large armies of foreign mercenaries, yeah. and in, in Robert's biography that uh, utilizes 2,000 papers in the Royal Collection, He says that this statement about George III is biased i again. What
2: I do you think, well, Nate? well, I have many thoughts. I'm triggered by the attack on our king, firstly. Mm-hmm. Quite And right the uh, well, well, this is a trigger warning, and that warns that it. One thing it warns that it's outdated, biased, and offensive. At least they use biased correctly because we've got this bizarre thing now where people say biased when yeah. they mean biased because they don't know the difference. Good. Now, adjective. Mm-hmm. Wanting to get that in there. Very important. But it just shows a sort of total lo- loss of confidence in one's own culture. This time in the U.S. happens here a lot mm. as well. The U.S. just feels very weak at the moment. You've got Biden; he's obviously very weak, and I think that's dangerous for the world. Although I know Scott wants to break up the union,
1: although thankfully he doesn't have the power (laughs) to do that.
0: Maybe Scotland could you, go over and join. We could get, um, like, Wyoming and Kansas. And Well, uh, new... I feel like the U.S. is
1: too large a country. It should be split up into
0: well, in five sections. That. I do right. think it's interesting, though, just to return briefly to the story itself, that um, George III is now being reappraised, Andrew Roberts, significant historian. Mm. It is quite interesting when these people are. I mean, famously, he was supposed to be mad, right? The madness of King George. He was supposed was, to be useless and, and helpless. And arguably, you, you,
1: there's an argument to be made for the fact that the British Empire started to decline when yeah. they gave up the U.S., yeah, around that time, long before the industrial revolution. I don't think so. No, well, we had the industrial
0: revolution after that. We you, yeah, actually we you cut you loose,
1: and then we stormed ahead. But it might have been a bit more effective if you had everything that <laughs> the US could have offered. But well,
0: we, there were some resources we could use. I can't believe this story has been relegated <laughs> all the way down the list. This is the greatest outrage I've heard for some time, <laughs> Nick.
2: Yeah. Well, Devon pub reaps Twitter storm after adding plough persons to menu. They changed the name of ploughman. To plough person, and they got a lot of heat. I mean, you reap what you plough. <laughs> right. um, well so thank you very been. much. It's okay. It's fine. I'm. You're the. You're the. The, the brains of this operation. Uh, I've been told on Twitter. <laughs> a pretty I, one. I, yeah, yeah, I'm just making up numbers. I wasn't. Um, so they changed it to plough persons, which was a nod to the local women farmers, yeah. if, if they call that, who also plough. It says here women plough too, which is a possible T-shirt, but the, it, it was changed. To, but now he's been attacked for being woke. Someone has pointed out here, um, yes, there are lots of women farmers today and I salute them, but stop changing the past. Stop changing the past, guys. It's not the past. Also... The, the
0: Poundman's Lunch is a famous, it was an example. They actually made a TV drama about this, I think. Mm a famous example of a retroactively introduced term in order to lend authenticity to a cheese-based <laughs> m- lunch. Right. It's just a lunch and a pickled onion yeah, yeah, a, yeah. and a lump of cheese and a, and a bit of bread. It was a called crack. a ploughman's lunch in about 1974 or something, and everyone, oh, that's okay.
2: Well, I knew you'd have the facts, so I didn't yeah. w- worry about that. <laughs> most people, someone has written, most people are sick to death of this ridiculous woke cancel culture. Not really. It's I mean, I'm cancel... someone who always is very against yeah. cancel culture. This is not the best example it's actually of Actually, quite charming. I, can't I can't
0: think, but it would structure. have to be a different cheese. I think it would have to. Be <laughs> Be a slightly maybe like a dolce latte or
1: something to them uh, more kick to
2: it. And yeah. now the guy doesn't know what to do the landlord because he doesn't know whether to change it back on. Oh. And this is what this is the problem when you mess with the past. But my favorite yeah. bit is someone else a question well why should there be any any gender things on the menu? What about mama's chocolate mousse and the landlord explained that's it's because it's his mum's recipe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a nightmare. You know,
1: the thing is when people say cancer woke well, can-, you know names for things change all the time identifiers for yes. communities change countries change the names. Yes. Street cha- street changes happen. Chad, I'm against it. Did it now? I, now it's I like both, it. I think it's I think both it's why a, a, the... a
0: masculine man and a Central African Republic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. but, but that's why the, the language is sustained for so long because it's so flexible. It's, it's flexible. I don't think
0: I'd eat a plough person's lunch though. It does kind of. It just sort of feels like it wouldn't have quite as much sort of pickly zing to it. Somehow does it? There's a sour taste in your. Caves. Caves for bats to speed date. I thought all animals speed date, don't they? Isn't Apparently, the the, point.
1: I think we're the only ones who don't. I think we notice the caves especially because the national. Trust has acquired this Dorset Bat Cave. Right. That's really, really famous because it, it uh, attracts a very rare horse, sh- greater horseshoe bat. Nice. And they fly in there and they meet each other and they, they bang around and then they fly out. Yep. And it's it's it, there's other bats in there. It's a bit of a party. Uh, David Brown, the National Trust ecologist for the area, says he said effectively, when the bats arrive, it's a big party and we want to leave them alone to do what they want. So is this
0: news or is this just been brought to our attention is I think anything it's been brought, happened
1: 15 species of bats have been recorded on this western farm site. That's great. And I think it yeah the bats sweep into three cliff caves from the seaside and in fact, it must be very exciting to see. It's, it must be beautiful at night, too. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. A swarm of bats is not beautiful oh, is at night. At night, it's gorgeous. Is it? Fantastic. I like one or two bats swooping over a swimming pool, yeah. scooping Honestly, up the mosquitoes. I grew
2: up with bats, in the, so it's not great. In the country, can I just say we that bats it, in it, our garage. it's fascinating that bats go speed dang. It doesn't say, though, if, if they have wingmen. Am I oh, right? Right. Yeah. On. Well but done. My mic's like, low. You he hated the last people. one, so thought I'll, no. I'll just stop They didn't down. hate it. That they you might, Do it. you think like they shine man.
0: a thing onto the underside of clouds to attract the bats to come in? Do you think they do I that? See. They must want to enjoy <laughs> themselves like, on that level,
1: is <laughs> <laughs> not Where are the robins when you need them?
0: Next is immortality, but without my body. So what are the downsides, Nick?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, good question. Humans could upload their brains to a metaverse to live longer. Expert claims. Eternal life could be within, within our grasp. This is a Russian billionaire, Dmitry Itzkov, part of the ni- uh, 2045 initiative. So this is the whole kind of debate around transhumanism. Have you seen the movie Chappie? They try and upload consciousness. Of course, it's very hard to upload consciousness since no one really knows what it is. And it depends which side you're on of the transhumanism debate. Some people are very against it, like the American philosopher Alex Jones, but some people are, <laughs> are very um, in oh favour of it. Um, it I, I'm sort of more with the Aubrey de Grey type people who want to combat ageing through... Attacking the damage done by to the cells, he sees yes. aging as a kind of unnecessary ailment. So we can extend a
0: healthy lifespan, but maybe 100, right. 120 years. Right. Well, not, he, not well he claims the
2: first person who lived to a thousand has already been born, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he thinks you can attack it sort of biomedically. Other people want to do this uploading of the conscious, but as people mm. like Jordan Peterson will say, it's very hard for AI to even. Recognize
1: how to maneuver well, through an so environment. So what would
0: living but not embodied feel like? I can't think any excitement so about it. You know, when they go to those strange know?
1: planets and there's someone speaking from behind a wall. Yeah, yeah. And just a glowing tone. We've, you think we've
0: never really speak. felt that so, very.
1: Applied. And they always want to take form of the humans, don't they? They always want yeah. to take over the human body. I mean, I know this is sci-fi. And
0: somebody said years ago, and I Wouldn't think rightly, coffee. you know, people want to live forever. They can't work out what to do with a Sunday afternoon. Mm. You know, most of the time. I think
1: I, living forever. I'm cause cause i the life that we
0: have seems like a more
2: worthwhile. I, I want to live forever, but I'm against this transhumanism stuff politically. So I'm sort of in the middle. I want to. We've got heaven
1: anyway. I want to look good while I'm living it, though. How, how good can you look at? Oh man, 80? you look great for seventy. But
3: You're very. Seven, sweet. Sixty-eight. That's very I nice can't me remember.
1: Say. I can't imagine. You're and so can... brave with colour. That's why. <laughs> 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 it's a nice way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for <laughs> that. Yeah, I just, I just worry that you know at some point we're going to be you know, a couple hundred years old, wondering where, where all our dead friends are. And, yeah, yeah. You know, w- w- what do you do with your time when no one's talking to you anymore? When you're that old, I think people are a bit... They thankful. would be up- Maybe uploaded just as just well, living with you your so. memories, a, You'd all be in a kind of pooshtian of... upload, that would be OK. Just a
2: smell of uh, everyone afford It's it, it. kind of like an infinite version of your WhatsApp group, Simon. Everyone yeah, will be yeah,
0: uploaded yeah. forever talking about <laughs> yeah. their seeing.
1: Croquet for the rest of Folks, part.
0: that's it for us for tonight. Thank oh, you very God, much for watching. My guests have been Nick and Scott. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for listening to Headliners, the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode again. And if you enjoyed it, leave me a nice comment. Speak to you at the same time tomorrow
1: for the paper review that's never boring.